You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow traveler. Robin Carey Stewart here from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 101, original air date September 14th, 2021. It has been so exciting to see cruising coming back, even though it does have quite a few restrictions, with the big one being most cruise lines are requiring all passengers age 12 and up to be fully vaccinated. If you're fully vaccinated, this is not only a great time to get a cruise on the books. Once you're on the ship, you will experience super low crowds for a number of reasons, not limited to if kids 12 and under can't get vaccinated, you're not going to be sailing with a bunch of families. So it'll be more adults. And in general, I think they're maybe running at the most half, maybe 60% capacity on what we've seen so far. So this is a great time. If you're fully vaccinated, jump on a ship. And there are some great sales out there. In fact, Disney Cruise Line is even running an up to 30% off sale for some of its fall cruises out of Port Canaveral. Disney Cruise never runs a sale, ever. That is true. And to see see them doing that. And one of our agents, Hannah, is going to be on the September 20th for night with a double stop at Castaway Key because they're not going to the Bahamas. They're doing two stops at Castaway Key, which is way better anyway. So if you can be super flexible and you want to jump on some of these offers, we say go for it. There are a lot of good sales right now with most of the cruise lines because now they're all competing for a much smaller group of people. Not just the people that are vaccinated, but the people that are unvaccinated or the people that even if they are vaccinated, they don't feel comfortable cruising. So the pool of available travelers is much smaller, which means the cruise lines are trying to outdo themselves, giving deals and extra perks to get you to come on board their ships. And one of the best parts about cruising is that whole you unpack once, but you get to visit multiple destinations. I love this part of cruising. And it's super fun to like wake up and you're in a new port. And part of the fun planning a cruise is what you will do in each of the port stops. On this show, we are going to share our tips on what to expect in a port stop if you haven't been, or maybe it's been a while since you've been on a cruise, and what the options are that you have for booking those shore excursions, plus our pro tips if you do plan to do some shopping. And these are tips that we are taking directly from our book, Just Add Water, The Ultimate Guide to the Cruise Vacation. And although this was first published in 2014, as we're reading through this book, I'm like, oh my gosh, 90% of what we said still applies. The biggest difference is how cruising has changed since COVID started. And then also all of the new ships that have been built over the past seven years, including a couple new entries into cruising. With that being said, we are working on a 2021 update to Just Add Water. and We cannot wait to get that out. So as soon as that book is ready and back out there, we are good to go. We've also had several requests to have an audio version of the book. And a good friend of ours who's in the film industry has a studio right here in St. Pete. And he says, come use my studio. You guys, you guys need to do an audio version. I'm like, I never thought of that. At the top of every list when it comes to cruising are the places that you visit. Some of our favorite travel memories have been things we've done while cruising, like the port stops on our Mediterranean cruise. 
or maybe the ancient cities in southern France along the Rhone River. And these are places we will never forget. And we still talk about I mean, we're still talking about our trip from Athens to Cairo. And yes, that is our more recent trip. We also talk about the time we sailed from Venice to Rome and when we were filming Italy on another trip. If you guys don't already know this, Carrie and I are big fans of Italy and any of the port stops around the Mediterranean. Yeah, and I think mostly what we remember is not so much the onboard experience, but it is what ports we stopped and what we did in each port. Because that's the whole reason you're going cruising. If not, you could just go stay in a resort if that's what you wanted, that you know that type of experience. This is about going from place to place, experiencing new countries, new cities, new cultures, the food, the people, and only having to pack and unpack one time. So when it comes to shore excursions, they fall into three categories. You either book them direct with the cruise line, through a third-party company, or you just do them on your own. And there are reasons to do all of these, actually, and we have done that. If you book an excursion through a cruise line, there are a couple of things that you may feel a little more comfortable because they do guarantee certain things like if your excursion is running late and the ship is scheduled to leave, the cruise line is definitely going to wait for you because they are the ones that arranged that. And they have a connection with some of these third-party companies. So when you're booking it through the cruise line, they're still working with another land operator. An example would be is if you do like a fishing charter that's not through the cruise line and you know you want to go fishing in the Caribbean, the cruise line doesn't know you booked it and that your charter may be late getting back. So make sure you know this up front. Yeah, but there are some third-party companies that will guarantee that you get back on the ship. And we work with a couple of them. Generally, that's who we recommend is the people that do guarantee you get back to the ship, yes. One of the reasons why you may want to book with a third-party company that does guarantee you get back on the ship versus with the cruise line is that you're going to find that these excursions are a little more intimate. So instead of being on a bus with 50 people, there may only be 12 of you on a nice little excursion. And so we find that if you can do that, you may pay just a little bit more, but it's going to be an overall better experience. It's just important to know you have options. You are not forced to book through the cruise line. If you're going to go on your own, maybe it's just you and your friends getting off the ship and walking around town. Maybe it's grabbing a taxi or sightseeing at your own pace. Now, if you're a first-time cruiser or the port is particularly exotic, you may want to book the cruise line options. Again, We've done all three times, and one of our favorites was when we had a limo driver in Tuscany that we arranged through our agent at the time, and he picked us up in a slick Mercedes van. Yeah, and our first stop was Siena. That was super cool. Like, I totally remember going on this excursion. So much so that we went back there on another trip. We did. So that was pretty cool, though, to just book and have a private tour. So that's something that is going to be a better experience than if you were with like 50 people. The Caribbean is probably the best and easiest place for on-your-own excursions. Number one, they all speak English there. And there's always cab drivers all over the ports. And in most cases, there's a lot to do just within walking distance. If you are looking to shop or find the best place to eat and hang out, ask the cruise director or another crew member on the ship. They always know the insider shops, restaurants, also the best place to get free Wi-Fi. In some cases, you can call an excursion operator directly and negotiate your own price. Just be aware of the refund and cancellation policy. There have been many times when we've been on a cruise and we don't really plan anything. So we just get off the ship and we walk around town and have a few drinks. And if it is your first time, though, to a certain port stop, we do recommend that you book an excursion in advance because you're going to very quickly find it's all the same shops in each of the ports in the Caribbean. Where I don't recommend doing it on your own would be maybe the Mediterranean or any cruise in Europe, actually, and even Alaska, unless you are very experienced there. 
There's just too much to potentially miss if you're not familiar with the areas. And if you are doing a small ship like we did with Atlas or on a river cruise, one of the nice things is that your shore excursions are included. And so you don't have to worry about sorting through and finding and sourcing excursions. Everything's been taken care of. That's a good point. Whether it's a river cruise or like we just experienced with Atlas where the excursions are included, it's really a done-for-you vacation. You do have some options, but it just makes it that much easier. You don't have to sort through 10 or 20 or 30 things and go, oh my gosh, which one's the best? Our advice, pick the ones that they've curated for you. One of the things you'll find on especially the bigger ships is they do what are called port talks. And so you can go and sit in like the day before and they'll talk about the shopping that you can do in the next port. And when it comes to shopping, there are some very important things to know because they know that you are there to spend money. There are times that you can buy things that are duty-free. And so, for example, if you're flying internationally or when you're on a cruise port or sometimes when you're on board, you can get some duty-free. And so you can save a little bit money there, but there are certain things you should know before you purchase it. And one of the big ones is what is the price if I were to just buy this at home? If there are certain liquors that you like to drink or to give as gifts, price them out before you go, because what may look like a great deal, in fact, may not be one at all. Here are a few things on our list to buy duty-free, and we'll start with liquor. On one of our trips to Europe, we were flying through Miami, and we had just barely started our trip, and it was for business, and we bought some vodka and rum at the Miami airport. Now, after doing that, we had to carry it in our luggage the whole trip. Our advice, do that in reverse when you're coming back. Yeah, and the Caribbean is very famous for having great liquor, particularly rum. We toured the Bacardi factory in San Juan, which was super fun. And in almost every Caribbean port, you are going to find good deals on all kinds of alcohol. Again, just make sure you price it out at home in advance so you can compare and see if you're really saving. And the big one is also check the size. So when we were on our cruise with Atlas, one of the the bottles of like absolute vodka, it was... Did they nicely left in the room for you? Yes, it was one liter. And so I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of a little different size because in the US, you're going to get 750 milliliters or a 1.5. So that's not really apples to apples. So know your price per liter. Another category is watches and jewelry. You may know that I'm a huge fan of watches and that alone should tell you what age range I'm in. I do not use my iPhone to tell time. There are always some great watch shops in port. And if you know what you're looking for and have a price in mind, it will make shopping in port a lot easier. Otherwise, everything looks like a good deal. And you don't want to get home and realize you saved $10 on a $1,000 watch. And I would say this goes for jewelry as well, but it's a lot easier to do when it comes to watches. If you know watches like I do, you price them out, you know what they're going for, you're not going to pay the taxes. So if you're buying a, a four or five, $6,000 watch, you can save a lot of money. But again, you have to know what the target price is and how to buy it right. Yeah. And I think that this strategy also works really well if you're in the market for a watch. So you're just not spontaneously buying random watches. And the same thing goes for even if you're shopping on the ship, because they are going to have some really great watches and some good deals. Just know in advance what the actual value is. One of my favorite things to get on a cruise is to stock up on some perfume. That is true. And I, I will verify that. And the same rule here applies is because you just need to know what that normal price is. And 
Also comparing apples to apples, meaning the size of the bottle, because they are a little bit different. And I have found that the size of some fragrances in port are actually much bigger than what your local retailer offers, but it's the same price. So you can get some good deals here. The last category I would say would be electronics. Now, I avoid buying electronics in duty-free shops because I want to be able to take it somewhere if it stops working. So we buy almost all of our stuff either at Apple or you know Best Buy in some cases because they have great service and extended warranties. And for the professional equipment that we used to use, like on our TV show, we like B&H Photo. You may find some good deals. Just know ahead of time what you're looking for. We've, we've seen some great deals on cameras and lenses, but also you have to know, okay, is this last year's model? Is it the model from three years ago? Is it the brand new model? The more research you do, don't spontaneously buy something in port or on the ship if you don't know the value of that product or whatever you're getting back home in the States. Yeah. And the big thing with electronics is what you said. If something goes wrong, you don't have somewhere to take it back and have them fix it. Keep in mind, all of these shops that you're going to run into in these port stops, they repeat. It's the same brands in each of the port stops. And so if you miss out on one, you know what, it's probably going to show up in the next one. And these people aren't experts in that area. Buying stuff in ports is one area where I think a lot of people throw away money. And what we would recommend is maybe instead of buying that fancy watch, or getting that super awesome camera lens, you think is it a good deal to invest that in doing a really, really great shore excursion. And so maybe one of the things you can do is do like if you're going to Alaska, do the helicopter ride where you land on a glacier and take some of that money and invest it in experiences because at the end of the day, that is what you're going to remember. And these days, shopping is so easy to get pretty much anything. So I'll give you an example that's not really travel related, but you could make it travel related. I remember starting over a decade ago when we wanted a travel related product, we'd, we'd drive over the bridge, go to the mall over in Tampa and West Shore Plaza, and there was a place called Mori Luggage and Gifts. That's where we bought my Victorinox stuff. We bought our packing cubes. We, you know, we started using those over 10 years ago because I wanted to go in and be able to touch and feel it. My mindset has completely changed. And I'll give you an example, not travel related, but I think you'll get the gist of it. Uh, just last week, I was like, you know, I really I need some products that I want to clean my wheels and tires. I always say you want to have the best equipment for the job. And I, I wanted some top-notch stuff. I wanted stuff that, that could really clean the wheels on both of our cars and a tire shine that was really good and lasted. I know for a long time, I've been talking about getting a, a dry car wash, the ones where you just spray it on and wipe them off in case you don't want to hose the car down. So I searched for those products online, hopped over to Amazon, found them, clicked them. And matter of fact, four of the five products came that first day. I ordered them around lunch and by dinner time they were here. You can apply that same logic to things travel related, not maybe the real expensive stuff, but if you want to get you know some packing cubes or an international power adapter or anything travel related, luggage as well. Now, luggage, I'll usually go right to the manufacturer unless they happen to have an Amazon store, then I'll look there as well. So just over the last 10 years, we went from going and buying our, buying our travel products in person, and now we do a lot of it on Amazon. Whatever your next vacation is, whether it's a cruise, all-inclusive resort, Disney trip, whatever it is, we hope you get something on the books. And if you're looking to scour some of those cruise deals and you are fully vaccinated and ready to travel, and if you can be spontaneous too, there are some really good deals in the very, very near future, reach out to us or to your Creating Magic Vacations travel advisor. Remember, the world is a book and those that don't travel read only a page. Let's start turning some pages and help you get a cruise on the books. And get you back to the vacation. 